Welcome to True North Nation. This was brought to you by Solid Rock Church in Irving, Texas, where we bring you true direction in a lost world. Now let's hear it from our host, Pastor Ed Snyder. Welcome back to the True North Nation. We are beyond excited to be back with you. It has been too long that we have been out of pocket, out of sort, whatever you want to call it. We have been extremely busy handling very challenging things with our new facility, but we are through. We are finished. We've got the building done. And uh, actually, I'm sitting in our new office right now coming to you with True North Nation podcast. We're we're just jazzed and and we have missed you greatly. So thank you for coming back to the podcast and being with us. We are um, continuing our, with our survey. We got, did a survey with all of you saying, what do you want to hear on the True North Nation? And of course, you picked Control the Beast. So we have already launched in episode 70. If you haven't heard that, that's the first, The Power of Understanding. So understanding the beast, actually, chapter one of the book, uh, go listen to that. And then, of course, finish off here. Today, we're going to be talking about starve the beast, cleaning up the environment, chapter two of the book. So grab something to take notes with, grab a cup of coffee, and we'll be right back. Everybody, we're back. I hope you've got something to drink. Mine, of course, since I am a coffee freak, I have a nice piping hot cup of coffee right here on the desk as I am talking to you today. So we're going to have a great time. Again, it's so good to be back with you here at True North Nation. And uh, I'm I'm just, again, I, I'm I'm really beside myself because while we have been absent in our uh, presence in the in the podcast space, we have been working on a lot of other things. One is we are literally developing an online course for Control the Beast. As I am talking to you, recording this session, uh, the crew is going to show up later today, and we will go back into video more lessons of of uh, Control the Beast. And so, uh, again, just stay tuned, stay close. We'll be announcing that soon. We're going to be laying down uh, lessons six on through. There'll be handouts inside uh, the space where we have the the uh, online course uh, housed. It's it's just going to be awesome. I'm I'm on a major learning curve myself, but we're going to get there and we're going to help uh, thousands and thousands of other people. So let's get to the subject, starve the beast, control the beast, starve the beast. We have got to look at our environment. One of the most important things for us to look at, to uh, self-examine, one would say, get over yourself. In other words, so many times we, we, uh, we feel sorry for ourselves. We get stuck in that rut. But here's the here's the more important question uh, as I as we broach this subject. Do you have a personal growth plan in place? Instead of staying in your angry state, frustrated state, 
anxiety, fear, whatever whatever capital emotion that you're dealing with or prominent emotion that is interrupting your life, do you have a growth plan to get past it? That's very important. We can uh, circle back and talk about that here in a little bit. So in cleaning up our environment, we need to set the stage. And one of the, one of the things to do in setting the stage is to remember that we are products of our environment. We've got to never forget that. What environment that we subject ourselves to is what we will become. So if you want to be a great student, you need to go out and hang out with other great students. If you want to be a great communicator, you need to go hang out with great communicators. If you want to be a prayer warrior, you need to go hang out with prayer warriors because the environment that you plant yourself in is what you will become, like it or not, fight it all you want, especially on the negative side. So with that thought in mind, we have to look at our surroundings to discover in in the surrounding slash environment, what are the triggers? What's causing our negative emotions, whether it's depression or fear or anxiety or anger? So in this podcast, we're going to look at six of the most common areas that trigger negative emotions, especially that of anger. Now, this is when we go through these six, it's not to say that you are this or you are that, uh, but it hopefully will help you trigger something in your mind saying, you know, I'm not this, but I can see where this in my life causes. That's, that's my goal. That's my goal is to get you to think. My goal is to get you to get deep into yourself and pray and ask God to help you reveal to you what these triggers are. So again, as we look at our environment, our surroundings, our daily grind, remember they are controllable. Okay. Sometimes we get caught in a, in a rut of thinking, thinking that my situation is uncontrollable. I cannot control this. I can't help myself. Wrongo. You are not thinking correctly. Everything you have in your life is controllable. You can control anything that comes at you. Now, it may be a tall order. It may be a really rough situation, but it can be done, especially with God's help. All right. So what we allow in our heads is what we will become, or in other words, it'll become a belief system. It's just like I, I just talked about what you think. I can't do this. It's too big. It's too tough. Uh, I can't help myself. Well, that's, that's the mindset that you have. And that mindset now has become a belief system. You got to break that vice. You've got to break that chain that holds you down in that stinking thinking and belief system that your situation is uncontrollable. So. Again, we've got to believe it. And when we believe it, we'll say it. We'll vocalize this belief. Of course, let's get a little scripture in there. Proverbs chapter 23 and verse number seven. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So if you're surrounded yourself with violence, 
uh, see violence, hear violence, there's a good chance you're going to react the same way. Or if you are in an environment where you have subject yourself to a fear and anxiety and scared of your own shadow, pretty much that's what you're going to do. Okay, so we've got to realize this. We've got to wake up and and understand where we are and go to work on it. So we can become deceived in believing that a violent confrontation or stick my head in the sand because I'm afraid is normal. And, and it's crazy because it's not, that's not normal thinking. Uh, our society is crazy, but we don't have to be crazy. So one of the things that, that I want to talk to perhaps most of us out there, a reality check. Hollywood is not real. Sorry. I'm so sorry to, to bring that to you, to disappoint you to uh, make you realize that anime is is just a drawing from somebody's head. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you that anything that you're watching out there is not real. There may be a thread of truth for the plot of the story's sake, but it's not reality. Magazines, articles, newspapers, stories that are written are written through a filter of a human being and translated. Just recently, uh, during our absence here on in the podcast space, uh, you know, we had a lot of work to do. As I mentioned in the opening of the podcast, we had this whole building situation, this whole build out. And then, you know, of course, like any building program or build out, we ran into a lot of issues and challenges and to get through that. But then I also realized that God is dealing with me about something, another book uh, that we've got in the hopper that we have started uh, the online class. Uh, and then of course, True North Nation is branching out into, uh, some speaking stuff as well as coaching, uh, in a lot of areas, not just control the beast, but, uh, we're, we're producing right now 15 laws of personal growth that we're going to be promoting here very shortly. So keep an eye on your email, but we, I had to shut off the noise so that I can think clear, so that when I pray and ask God, help me in my thinking, help me to uh, hear your voice. And when you speak to my mind that I can hear you. So I'm a news junkie. So I had to shut off all the the uh, prompts of news articles. And, uh, you know, I love Twitter. Twitter is where I live. I I pretty much hate Facebook, but I'm there because of fan friends, family, and, and of course with, with the true North nation, all that. Uh, but I had to shut off all of those, uh, prompts, you know, you get a ding and, and a person you're following on Twitter or whatever had to shut all that off. I had to get rid of the noise outside influences so that my heart and head can be clear to hear what the spirit's saying. I'm recommending to somebody out there that you need to do the same thing. Okay. Uh, for sake of time, let's, let's get into these six triggers, these six areas that are the most common in research, study, interviews, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and again, these are not necessarily you. It may be, I may be, you know, nailing you, stepping on your toes, whatever. Uh, 
But then again, it may not, but it'll also hopefully produce another trigger, a positive trigger that will cause you to say, hey, wait a minute, that's not, but this is. So your persistence to see this through will be your saving grace. Okay. Understand that. Please hear what I'm telling you today. Your persistence to see this through will be your saving grace. Success causes some discomfort as you grow. I want you to be successful in overcoming and controlling the beast, but it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to pinch. It's going to get next to you. It's going to cause you to reject saying, I don't want to deal with that right now. You have to. If you don't deal with this now, you're going to be in this vicious cycle unfortunately, for the rest of your life. So the only time you can, you're genuinely growing really is when you're uncomfortable. You're going past your perimeter. You're going out of the comfort zone. That's where growth happens. That's where you get challenged. And folks, hey, you may fail. I've failed. There's a lot of people that's failed. But guess what? Failure does not have to be fatal. Failure does not have to be fatal. And there is success and there is learning when you fail. So don't be afraid of it. All right. It's worth the uneasy moments. I assure you. All right. So let's go into it. Now, the first area is uh, a bit of, of, of a pinch and it is uncomfortable, especially us Christians. We don't like to talk about this, but it's real. It's very powerful in our society, in our world today, and that is an addiction to pornography. Now, why? Why is this something that we should address? Because it is the most prevalent with spiritual and psychological strongholds. An addiction to pornography is powerful. It's a stronghold that has to be dealt with and has to be tore down. Now, Again, I know this is a, a sensitive area and, and out of respect to our audience, which I know could be teenagers, uh, moms and dads can be listening to this, uh, in their home or wherever and children could be hearing it. I get it. I'm, I'm on it. Don't worry. All right. But this is a massive problem in our society. And do you realize that every second, one second, two second, three second. Every second, there are 30,000 people watching pornography on the internet. And to meet that vast demand, a new porn video is pr- produced on average every 39 minutes. Somebody please try to convince me this is not a problem. Somebody try to tell me that this is not an issue in our society. Okay. I got something I want to share with you. I'll be right back. Okay. So we're back and uh, I sure hope that you pick your copy up of control the beast on Amazon. I promise you it'll be a blessing. And thank you for all those that have already purchased a copy and went to Amazon and gave us some uh, some kudos on the book. Thank you. So pornography. 
pornography is the is more than sexually explicit books, videos, pictures, and movies. Pornography is a mindset that changes our perception of normal. Okay, there are different levels of this. There's the soft porn, the hard porn, uh, and and it goes up from there. Uh, but again, out of respect to who might be hearing this, I want to be respectful. Pornography promotes very selfish emotions. The focus is on self-gratification and not mutual satisfaction. And of course, this type of behavior feeds the dark side of humanity and fosters lust in the place of love. Usually, you when you, you watch pornography alone, and of course, in this messed up society, I'm hearing more and more where couples watch porn together. Okay. I, that, that's, I'm sorry. That's beyond me. No one else is aware of what you're doing in secret, what you're viewing. And no one knows the way that your mind is being twisted and corrupted. So the, 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 the secrecy or the sincerity rather has become a lie. And when, when you're watching this in secret, well, it doesn't matter if you're watching it in secret or not, it's not right to do, but the sin always brings the shame. So you have sin first and shame comes next. So now you're carrying around a load of shame because you've been doing a sin. So while you watch pornography, you get quote unquote inspired to do what you see. So keep in mind, pornography is very condescending. Pornography is very self-serving and, and demands gratification. So here we go. Uh, married couple, uh, husband may be doing this in secret, watching this gets inspired, brings it to his spouse to hang upside down from the ceiling or whatever. And she says, no, there's rejection. Okay. All right. So they move past that, but then here's some more inspiration. And she says, no, again, and again, and again, now the rejection is starting to mount. And now it's becoming frustrating. And pretty soon anger happens. And now we have a problem. So as the behavior continues, it keeps going to the next level. That's addiction, folks. It never is satisfied. And again, I'm, I'm really running out of time and I've got to really push fast, but this is something that's prevalent. This is something that's very strong. And I just feel like today that I need to. Uh, spend a minute on it, but, uh, go Google a guy named Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy, and, and real quick, he was a very good man, raised in a Christian home, married to a beautiful wife, had two beautiful children, assistant DA for the state of Washington, uh, was a promising future, possibly governor of the state of Washington. Everybody loved him but he had a Pandora's box that he opened. He became and, and was found guilty as a serial rapist and murderer. He confessed to killing 30 women, and his last victim was a 12-year-old girl. 
The state of Florida executed him on January 24, 1989, and before that, the night before, in his interview with Dr. James Dobson and Focus on the Family, who was then President Ronald Reagan's chamber, or excuse me, chairman of his Commission on Pornography. In the interview, he told his story of his addiction to pornography and warned very clearly, tell as many people as you can, don't get started. Because when you get started, you can't quit. And the level of addiction keeps increasing to the point that the movies, the books, the the videos were no longer satisfactory. And that's when he reached out and took his own, uh, his first victim. All right. Again, with the time remaining that we've got, number two, and uh, the area that fosters violence is violent movies, television programs, videos. Now, I, I, I love to watch a good video. I love a good story plot, all of that stuff. But folks, we got to be careful what we watch, what we ingest. You know, most men, some women gravitate toward action. You know, the big difference between action and violence is one rule of thumb is depicting the triggers uh, is that at any time they portray women and children as helpless, helpless victims or display violence toward them and make them an object of gratification. This entertainment needs removing. That's that's plain and simple. That's it in a nutshell. So it's a violent stimulator. And the longer we watch it, the more we adapt it into our movie. The book or into our into our mind and 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 memory. In the book Control the Beast, I've got a lot of good information research in that area. Number 3, the next area that we need to examine, of course, is our reading choices. Now, to a reader, I'm a reader. I love to read. I am uh, I'm I'm going to knock down about 60 books this year. And I love I love to read. But reading is like a movie in your head. You're reading the author's uh, writings, and in your mind, you're imagining that. So here, very quickly, as we get close to the end of our time together, what are you reading, and what is the message behind it, and is it healthy for you? Number four, you're going to laugh. I did when I did the research, uh, professional wrestling. To me, professional wrestling is so phony and so fake, but it is a entertainment to some. But the research heaps very high on this quote-unquote entertainment sport that produces feelings of explosive anger and very violent acts. So there are cases, many of them, that are attached to professional wrestling. Number five, is language in the home. How are you talking to people in your home? Are you screaming, yelling? Are you being condescending, derogatory? Uh, are you looking down on somebody? Folks, nobody likes to be talked down to, looked down on. They, they want to be respected. And so the home, the home really, folks, is supposed to be that sacred place that sanctuary from all the mess we have to live in in the world. our home That's our home. And so if we are not conducting ourselves correctly in our home by cussing, screaming, yelling, uh, insulting, you know, all of that, then it's no longer that safe haven. 
It's no longer that place that we can come to and get a little peace and shut off and get some quietness. So remember that. Number six uh, is the area of music. Now, I I enjoy music. I, I love music. Actually, I wish that I could sing. I wish that I can play. I really, really enjoy. Yesterday, uh, I was I was driving down uh, MacArthur uh, Boulevard here in in the Dallas area in Irving, and man, I had mercy me cranked up. Boy, I'm I'm listening. I love it. Okay, and I'm trying to sing along with it. But I'm the one that's joy. I'm in the category of uh, make a joyful noise unto the Lord because it's not joyful to anybody else. But here's here's something that that I want to quickly end our time together. And that is, what kind of music are you listening to? Now, music, a song, is a set of words called lyrics. Lyrics are a message. That message is coming from an experience, a traumatic situation, especially when it becomes country and Western. Uh, You know, and again, I'm not, Picking, I hope I'm not pinching you too hard, but you know, rap music a lot of times displays a lot of rebellion, anti uh, authority, uh, kill your mom, you know, sex objects as a girlfriend, all of that stuff. We've got to really be careful because music is the one of the most powerful mediums that we have. Why? Because we listen to it all day. You know, when we go to church, we hear a very powerful message, sermon, that's anointed of God, and the Bible is anointed, and it affects us. We go to the uh, the altar, we come down front, we pray, we seek God, but that's once a week. And and if we're if we're a really good Christian, we get Bible study on midweek, so we go twice a week. But music is preaching to you every day. Sometimes all day, we have earbuds, cordless earbuds, Bluetooth earbuds in our ears where we are walking and going and listening. We have it in our car. We have it everywhere. And so what are the messages that you're listening to in your music? It could be a trigger. It could be a trigger of depression. It could be a trigger of fear. It could be a trigger of anger. So again, I hope today that you took maybe some notes about these six most common triggers and start to starve the beast. You've got to eliminate the food. If you eliminate the food, the beast is going to starve. So let's starve him out. Let's get rid of him. Let's get him back where he belongs in that cage and managed. God bless you. I sure hope that you enjoyed uh, today's podcast. And again, thank you for coming back to True North Nation podcast. Uh, We're excited about being back. We've got, again, so much that we're going to be bringing to you over the next several weeks, months. Uh, I am super jazzed about what God is doing and how he is directing us. But uh, if you would, share this episode with somebody, post it on your social media, send a link to a friend, and whatever. Help us. Give us some good comments, some good reviews, uh, on whatever platform that you're on listening to this. And of course, don't forget to go to amazon.com, search Control the Beast, Ed Snyder, and get yourself a copy of the book. God bless. We'll talk next week. To find out more about finding that true destination, visit us at truenorthdfw.org.